everyone, it's Evelyn, your host of Now I Get It. Today's entertainment business news in five minutes or less. Sorry about the delay, everyone. I've been really slammed with work, but I am back in Los Angeles and so excited to come back to you with a new episode this week. In today's episode, we'll be discussing how Warner Brothers is thirsty for some short-term gains, which will lead them to some long-term fails when it comes to how they've been handling HBO's amazing high-quality content library. By the end of this episode, you'll also be able to say, now I get it. Last week, Hollywood News Source Deadline announced that there were rumors Warner Brothers Discovery was shopping around some of its HBO library to rivals such as Netflix. Now, this is the first time in over 10 years that an HBO show would exist on a rival streaming platform other than HBO streaming service itself, which is Max. An example title that we've been hearing getting shopped around is Insecure, which is five seasons on HBO. Now, licensing Insecure is not that crazy. Earlier this year, Warner Brothers Discovery actually already licensed Insecure over to Oprah's network, OWN. Once again, this is rare, but pretty recent change for Warner Brothers under the new CEO, David Zaslav. Why is HBO or Warner Brothers Discovery even doing this when historically HBO shows only live on HBO? Well, to put it blunt, it's a financial move. HBO employees that have been here for a while push back against this strategy, but Warner Brothers Discovery corporate finance department seems like they've won out. Now, while no deal has been confirmed, in general, the fact that this is even a rumor and that HBO is maybe in talks with other streaming services is a shocking strategy shift in the streaming landscape. Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav even said early on when he took over the company a few years ago that he's open to throwing out exclusivity and licensing content just to make money for the company. Earlier this year, Warner Brothers Discovery already licensed out Westworld to free streaming platforms such as Roku and Tubi. Most people don't realize that, but Richard Pepler is probably rolling his eyes right now. Richard Pepler was the former CEO of HBO and also ushered in HBO during its golden age with Sopranos, Sex and the City, and everything that has followed since then. Now, this isn't completely new territory for HBO. Before the streaming wars that we are in today, HBO had their shows on other networks. Um, for example, Sex and the City is popular on TBS and E. Uh, Entourage was licensed out to Spike, the TV network. Sopranos used to be licensed out to A&E Network for $200 million. In 2014, HBO had a bunch of shows on Amazon Prime Video. However, that was before Amazon Prime had Prime Video. <laughs> anyway, since the streaming wars, really every network has realized the power of owning your own content. Content is king, distribution is queen, is what I always like to say. So this is really, really surprising because in a way, it's almost like David Zaslov and Warner Brothers Discovery is regressing back to the old days of pre-streaming wars. But I don't think that this is the right move. Almost nine years ago, 10 years ago, I was working at Showtime Networks and I got a chance to talk to the CEO at the time, Matt Blank. He said his career's biggest regret was licensing out Dexter, Weeds, Californication, et cetera, to Netflix. Because while it did get a new younger audience, what he realized was that this younger audience assumed that these shows 
were Netflix shows. They thought Weeds and Californication and Dexter were made by Netflix because the way that Netflix owns the power and the logos and the marketing is that they paid Showtime to license the shows, but they also made Showtime agree that they wouldn't have the logo on any of their in-app marketing for those shows. So to a generation that's never been exposed to those shows, of course it's easy for them to be ignorant and assume that Netflix made those shows. While this is a big deal in the streaming world, I do not think that any of the other networks are going to follow suit. I do not think Peacock, Disney+, Plus, Netflix, etc. will license out their own original shows to other networks or streaming services. In general, I just think this is a short-term gain for a long-term mistake for Warner Brothers Discovery. Well, since it's the weekend, I'll catch you up on what I've been watching and what I will be watching for the long holiday weekend. I was lucky enough to get early screenings of the Flash movie. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. It was my favorite DC movie so far. It's too bad that it's completely bombed at the box office. Uh, opening weekend, it earned about $55 million, which was pretty disappointing. And since then, it's continued to drop. I also got a chance this week to see an early screening of Joyride, the all-Asian female cast comedy. It was really good. It was clearly written for Asians by Asians. It was just a little bit too raunchy and slapstick comedy for me. I can only handle so much of lowbrow comedy, and that's usually a 30-minute comedy, not a two-hour movie. Other shows I've been watching, the other two in its final episode this season on Max. The news was broken by Hollywood Reporter this week that it will not be moving forward with season four due to some news of revealing its toxic war culture set by their showrunners. Such a shame because this show was truly like best comedy of the year. And one of the episodes about Carrie's high school gay reunion was the best comedy episode I've seen in years. Um, I've also been keeping up with the new season of Kardashians. It's okay. And for the long weekend, I really need to finish Ted Lasso. It is painful and torture to finish, but I got to get it done. And I cannot wait to binge the new season of The Bear on Hulu. Keep up with my reviews of TV and movies on my Instagram account at ZGeistReviews. And I hope you learned a little, everyone, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.